Welcome back to the Crateism Podcast. My name is Fatima Chantel, and this is a show about records and culture. I know, I know, it's been a minute. We're back with one more episode on the last day of 2022. And I couldn't think of a better group of folks to end the year with. This time around, we're taking a trip to Brooklyn and chatting with three record store owners who run one of the freshest shops in New York. Legacy. Let's go. State your name and where you're from. My name's Holly Ali. I'm from Clown Heights, Brooklyn. Okay. I'm Barkham. I'm originally from the Bronx, but I re- I reside in Brewster, New York. Okay. I'm Victorious, and I'm from East Flatbush in Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Okay, welcome, y'all. Thanks for joining me. So you guys uh, run a record store known as Legacy, which um, seems like a really dope spot. But first, I wanted to find out, how do you all know each other? (laughs) (laughs) New York City. Yeah, 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 New York City, New York City. Okay, we can, we can leave it. Go into any details or anything, you know. Of New York. So, you guys all run this record store called Legacy. So, how do you decide to start a record store? Just digging record. Like me, I'm a producer, so I was just digging records to a bunch of different places. Okay. I did sprung when um Victorious and I was in London. I, I was at a record shop in London. I picked up a Millie Jackson record, and I was like, you know what? I want to own my own record shop, but it ain't mm. gonna smell. It ain't gonna smell like this though. <laughs> um, so when I had got back, um, from London, the second time I had went out there like a month and a half after for a show, then um, I had told Victorious like, Yo, I'm thinking about opening up a record shop, man. You know, he's like, oh, that's a great idea. And then I had um, I moved, and when I moved, he um revisited the idea and he's like, yo, what's up with that idea? And I'm like, I'm ready to do it now, to be honest. Prior to that, it was just it was just him like sourcing a lot of ideas for me, like, yo, this would be cool to have. And then also one thing I had brought to attention was just that um, you know what, it's not a lot of black owned record shops. Mm. And then Victoria sent me an article. Um and it was it was speaking about how I was only probably like maybe like nineteen, if that like seventeen black owned record shops. And out of those shops it wasn't a lot of like just solely just record shops, it's kind of like variety shops that may sell books there as well, incense, mm-hmm. this and that, you know, jewelry, things of that nature. But mm-hmm. um, I, I, I was interested in like just just like a, a record shop that will also be dope is, is an event space and be a space where people will want to just come and, and line up and, you know, right. be, be, be real social and be comfortable. So that was dope. And then the charge was like, yo, how you feel about me being in on an idea? And I'm like, I'm with it, you know. I'm, I'm a team player. I like, you know, I'm point guard when it comes to basketball. So it's like I love, you know, I don't mind passing the pill. So it was like then me and Victoria started building on it, and then I came back to New York and we started looking for spot. And then um, he had bought him up. You know, that was dope because it was mm-hmm. real spontaneous. And I was in the call and um, Victoria had made the call about him too, and it was just like, you know, Barkin could take over from there. <laughs> 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 yes, I got I got in on after they discussed the idea. Victoria's called me and said, um, "Have you ever thought about owning a record shop?" Like out of the blue, it was just I was like, "Huh?" <laughs> uh, because all of all three of us are into music, and you know their their relationship. So basically, it's like uh, Victoria's and and Ali have their own relationship, 
and me and Victorious have our own relationship. Mm-hmm. So when Victorious called me, he's been in, you know, he had, he had a lot of different things going on. You know, he has an in- interesting story to tell. And I said to my, I said, well, I never really thought about it. And he, his answer was, all right, well, think about it. Let me know. And mm-hmm. I hung up the phone and I was like, oh man, this shit is, this is going to be dope. Let me, I said, all right, I called him. I think the next day it was like, yo, I'm in. Nah, I think it was the same day, bro. It was the same yeah. night. I know I didn't wait long. It was like, it was like, it was like a conversation part A, part B. Yeah, I think that's how it went, right? But it, it was really, because uh, I knew I knew it would be a, a good thing. And, and so far, it's definitely been, uh, you know, a great experience. So I'm glad. I'm glad I got in. <laughs> so so how do you guys decide to do this? So y'all opened in summer 2021, right? Uh, well, we, got, we got the space in May, but yeah, but we um we did our grand opening in September. Okay. We started in May, though. So, so that, that convo that, that you just heard, that mm-hmm. happened in April, and then by May we had our lease. Okay, so the last couple of years obviously have been crazy. Why... In 2021, like, were you worried? Were you like, we just gonna go for it? You know, because of Black Lives Matter movement and the pandemic, did that like hinder you at all? Were you like, is this really the right time to do this? We did think about was it the right time, but it was like, you know, now is always the time to build. You know, something always gonna be going on in the world, especially living in America. Mm-hmm. You know, something always gonna be going on. That's so, right. I, I don't think we really, um, we 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 didn't we didn't factor the pandemic in outside of like events and like vaccinations and masks and things of that nature we had those conversations mm-hmm. but it was it wasn't any conversations about not doing it it was just about how to make it work and then um, we did a pretty great job at, at making it work during this time and and, I, and then me personally i just feel like you know when it's when when, when the world is like this it's 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 a, it's a whole lot of um things going on you know socially that's changing so it's definitely the best time to to put something into that stream to change. I feel legacy was was a was a great addition to the to the, to the cultural change that's going on. Even in that area, you know, in um in Dumbo, it's like I'm, I'm gonna just say it, it's, it's, it's becoming more black friendly. And I want to know more about that because I'm I I don't really know that much about New York. I'm in California, so okay. But I see. I think a lot of the same things are going on in New York City that are going on here. But yeah, tell me about it. tell me about Brooklyn and Dumbo, that area, how it's um, changed. Well, you know, that area used to be, um, one thing Victoria's added um, on, our, on our website was just the history of the area um, once being um, housed by, is it the Logo Queen or the Lenape? Which, which, which tribe? The, uh, the Lenape people Lenape. were part, part of the um, Algonquin um, language system. And part of me, anybody, if I'm mispronouncing any of those words, I sure I am. But, uh, Lenape, no, no, you're not. You're you actually not. You're you not. You're not. Right, cool. Yeah, that's how that's how I would say. Oh, cool, yeah. So that so it was that first. I belonged to that first, and um, obviously we were decimated, you know. And um, in modern history, it became a neighborhood called Vinegar Hill. There's a lot of Irish people that was in this neighborhood, and there's a Vinegar Hill in Ireland. There's like a big battle or something like that, and so people came over here. They wanted to commemorate that, and so uh, like our generation, there wasn't really too much hair in Vinegar Hill. Except mm-hmm. for Project, project a couple of upgrades from us, and just like docks and bricks, and you know, this was this was like the area where you go and, and, and test your guns up. 
you know, I, I guess that's what it was because we're under the bridge. And so with um, not me, of course, I'm, I'm, we're all saints on this call, though. That's people we do. So now, <laughs> <laughs> so now, like, we are also, like, under the Manhattan Bridge. And so with the real estate vibe, what happened, they started to, you know, how they rename things. All right, y'all, before we go any further, I want to ask you for a quick favor. If you're enjoying the show, tell a friend, rate, and also subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. That way you don't miss out on future episodes. Okay, cheers. So right now, you know, you had the, the Jay-Z line, how you wish he bought a building in Dumbo because it's a trendy place to be. It's still kind of uh, but there's still not a lot of uh, our people, you know, black and brown people in the neighborhood except for uh, problem. And so the block that, that we're on, it's uh, it's pretty quiet. It's not next to all the shops and restaurants that people know Dumbo for. And we're on the uh, the uh, the border of Vinegar Hill and Dumbo, but we're still on Lenape Land. We're still trying to follow from the process, and we kind of keep that vibe on anything. Okay. Um, and the name Legacy, that's very powerful. It's just a powerful word. How did you guys come up with that? Name contest, Volcano One. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we did that. We was voting on the uh on the names, you know. Okay. I got a point I got a point five though, concrete legacy. Concrete <laughs> part. I got I got a, I got a little point five there. I got a little but um yeah, we had a we had yeah, I, I lost. I, I was prolonging. Hey, Fatima, it hit him a little hard when he lost. <laughs> hit him a little hard. We didn't know how hard it hit him, but now we know how hard it No, but you want to know what's crazy, though? I was telling the tourists about Kim this, like, I probably got, like, six or seven rhymes where I just mentioned Legacy prior to us, you know, naming the shop Legacy, and it was just dope. You was manifesting it then. Yeah, but I wasn't even looking at like I'm. I, I'm just. I'm. I'm one of the. I, I listen to my music, so it was like I'm. I'm, I'm listening. I'm like, damn, this one rhyme, this another rhyme. And then I'm looking at the the dates in, in my phone on notes when I when I recorded these rhymes, and I'm like, oh shit, the name is over. I've already been saying legacy so much because because also I mean that 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 word is is, is a part of my my build. It's like a lot that I I do is really for my family, you mm. know, um, and, and for my people. It's like. I'm showing my brother and my niece and honestly, even my mom something, you know what I mean? Because they never really took these steps to, to do certain things, the elders in my family, you know, and solidify it to have it, you know, passed down, have the intention on building this for it to be passed down and for it to make a, you know, um, an impact. That's why the name, it, it really stuck with me a lot once we, we decided on it because it's definitely a part of how, how I think in general. Mm. You know. I love it. I love that name. Nice. So I, 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 I went to a, um, I heard a lecture from someone and they were talking about leaving your legacy. Right. And so a lot of, a lot of the times, you know, where, where we come from, right. I mean, we all come from basically the same kind of areas, all mm -hmm. three of us. And, you know, our, our legacy is like death, you know, 
uh, drug addiction. I mean, I don't want to, you know, be morbid, but uh, we just well, being real, about right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to America. Welcome to America. <laughs> right, exactly. So it's like wanting to leave something, you know, for our children and the ideas. Uh, so I have three sons, and, and my youngest son, his name is Messiah, and he asked me, um, "What do you want me to be when I grow up?" You know, my wife is West Indian, so she. She's always pushing college, 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 mm -hmm. which is okay. You know, I mean, I don't want to stop her from where she wants to push him. But I told him, I just want you to dream and I want you to be whatever you want to be. You know, try to figure out how to how to make the most money without working the hardest. Okay. And, you know, like, you know, so, you know, leaving our legacy. And, and, and one of the reasons why I wanted to be a part of this was because I didn't want to miss the boat. Mm -hmm. you, you know what I'm saying? Like, not take a shot. And then go, damn, I should have did it because, I mean, I, I'm sure you've seen the pictures of the shop, you know. Oh, yeah. It is. It's beautiful. Right on the inside. The vibe it is 100 percent. Right. And it's just if, if we leave nothing else, we left we left that we, mm -hmm. we left a beautiful space where people can come. And, you know, it, it's it's. um we hope that you purchase something, but you can't just sit there and listen to music. Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? That's okay, mm. too. You know, we have listening stations and, you know, whatever you want to listen to, we'll pull it out and we put it on for you. So that's not a problem either. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. Right, right. So, you know, the hope is that, you know, when you leave there, you remember the, the moment that you had here because that's what we're doing. We're, we're making memories, right? And leaving a legacy. Mm-hmm. Mm. so uh you know i own a record shop we're mostly online and we do pop-ups and stuff but people dm me all the time and they're like how do you start a record store how do you start a record store so that's part of the reason why one i thought it would be dope to really talk to y'all but i kind of want to know too about mm. some of the details of actually opening up a physical space like how does that all come about mm. you know, well let me say you know first of all i'm a fan of, of uh, what you do and um, you. I, I do look at like the records you post and what's coming in, you know, definitely inspires us on this end. You know, what, what, what the vibe is, you know, the vibe is on the coast or online, the vibe is with the sisters and you know, all that. So, you know, respect to you. Um, you. You precede us. So I just wanted to say that. But, so like, to own a brick and mortar record store, so like Ali was saying, we talked about this maybe like a year and a half about his goals and his plans and a lot, a lot about us breaking it down, even when it was just him doing it, is just well, where, where, where's the best place? And and for us, because we typically, you know, we pour, it was like, what was the best place for the best price? And so I would say just just shop around for whatever you can afford. And like mm. you say, like, were we afraid and all that? It was like, yo, what could we, what could we do and not break our pockets? What could we do and we still can live how we've been living? Let's do that. So it's kind of like we all have some sort of, not we all, but a lot of us have some sort of income or some sort of you know, resource which we can dedicate to our dreams. Right? And if you don't have enough by yourself, then you go and get bar cam. You know what I'm saying? Hey, it was a point where it was a two man team. Yeah. Right. And, and, and that's how I got in because we. we a homegirl of mine, she had a radio station in the area, and she told me about cheap prices, and I heard the price. I'm like, well, Dad, I could hop in this plan with, with, uh, with Ali. 
And that's when I hit him up, but we couldn't get that space. They changed the price. And so we weren't able to do it ourselves until we got somebody else. So, you know, definitely have somebody in your corner that can help you build this, you know, in a physical space. And then, you know, one thing that we didn't have is connections with distributors. So I would say do a lot of homework, find out who all these distributors are. Yep. And and start from now. Say you want to do a a store next year, start from now <laughs> trying to apply because some of them take a lot of time to get back to you and accept you and some of them I remember mm-hmm. uh, we gonna leave their name out because they eventually play ball. But I remember Ali and I was trying for a few months for a couple oh, of companies. Word. Like I, I email phone call like seven Eight times, about mm. ten, ten emails, different emails. And you said they folded? No, no, nah, we be nah, oh. cool now. They cool. They don't. Oh, okay. You know, I'm like, I way. think it, I probably know. Took it so much time. <laughs> so much time, though. I, I tell you, um, I tell you behind the scenes, it took so much time. But yeah, so that's the thing. You know, it's real estate, real estate, real estate. Uh, count your pennies and then find your community and just, mm. just do it. And if you already have records, like a lot of our original stock was our records. Mm, yeah, so, that's what I, I was mean, wondering, where you got your records from. Yeah, just, just get ready all that stuff, you know? Get it, get it out, mm-hmm. out the closet, whatever it is, and start your store, because remember, Ali, we were talking about just, like, renting out a basement, you know, just, like, mm-hmm. doing something on the corner, so your store doesn't have to be legacy. I mean, it can't be legacy, because you've seen legacy, and there's only one like that in the world. But your store could be whatever it is you want it to be, whatever you can afford, just do that. Don't, don't wait for perfect location or perfect anything. Just just do it. Just do it. Okay. So what's a typical day like for y'all working at a record store? Like you come in, you open the doors, you got inventory, you put records out, you got customers. Like what's it like on an average day? Well, when I was there, when I was, joke <laughs> oh. <laughs> with the partners then, but um, I opened up. With me, I like the smell of incense, so I like the incense. Depending on the mood of how I'm feeling is what I'm going to play until I see people start to traffic in. And um, then I ask them if they want me to play something on, mm-hmm. on the player. And really just have have, have, have the, the vibe set with a nice scent for me and the customers to smell and some good music playing. Even, like A lot of times I notice I will, I will open up playing dance or reggae music. Um, that brought in a lot of great traffic as well. Um, met a lot of British people. Mm. And speaking about their collections that they didn't want to sell, I, I didn't like that because I knew they had some ill records. So that's that's pretty much how it is, and just being real social with the clients as they come in, speaking to them, not being uh like honestly how traditional records, yeah, not being stush. How you know record stores just real cut and dry. Outside of like the record shops that um that brand themselves more underground hip hop ish, that have certain events and things like that there. Outside of those kind of shops, every shop I ever went to was just real cut and dry. No greeting. Mm. <laughs> For the most part, just come by my record and dip. Mm-hmm. To really they not have people feel like that. Yeah, you try not to give you buy a record. They, they just have a lot of record stores, cold and friendly, you know, smell kind of weird. You know, <laughs> your cuticles, you know what I'm saying? Trying to dig through the crates and everything. So we wanted something that would be the opposite of anything. Um, so like, so my day, I'm usually nine to five in the shop. You know, like you said, the first thing, hit that incense. You know, the last thing at night, hitting that sage. You know, first thing in the morning, hitting that incense. And just like playing records pretty much all day. Waiting for somebody to come. And like you said, if somebody comes, you kind of 
told them your attention, and with, mm-hmm. with that, without trying to be on their back, so, you know, greet with a smile, let me know what I said, anything to you, uh, we have, well, I want to give a board again, but you know, we have tools to come, your comfort and such, and how I see on TV, a woman gets fitted for a wedding dress, right, or a guy gets a suit, it's a fancy environment, and it's a fancy experience and connection with the people at the shop. So we call ourselves a vinyl boutique for that reason. So when you, when you come in, we, we pretty much are waiting on your hand and foot, hand and foot. Mm-hmm. And if you're there for a while, you might get a glass, you know, a little beverage. Uh, okay. Well, you know, adult or not, you know, or or virgin, you know, whatever, whatever it is you like to do. Because we, we want people to feel that, that concierge type of service, right? Um, one thing, we just couldn't, we're, we're um, an intimate size space, so we don't have 40,000 records, right? We have slots in our cabinets for about 12, 1,500 records. So everything is curated, everything is fire, right? everything is thought okay. about, everything is thought about very carefully, and we balance not having many records with the experience that you get when you come here. Said, whether you buy a record or not, you're, you're buying into the legacy experience. I had one time, uh, I don't know if Fuzzy was there, but there was a sister that walked in, sat on one of our, our sofas, one of our fire sofas, mm-hmm. and sat there for like a half an hour. I think I told y'all, half an hour sat there look, looking at the art on the wall, didn't say nothing. Mm-hmm. She got out of here and smiled, and then got up and walked and went about her day, you know, but you can tell she was going through something, but like I said, like we're in an industrial neighborhood, and if it's not industry, it's that little cute little shop, whatever, right? It is in a, in a project. There's nothing that really exists in this neighborhood that you can feel at peace. Look, the bookstore across the street, I want to refer So, yeah, so that's, that's the game. You know, and you burn your sage and you get out. You know, hopefully you throw some records for the day. Okay, it's kind of like a healing space too, I guess. Oh, for sure. For oh, very sure. much so. That, that's, what it's, that's what it is. Okay, okay. And you guys so, sell turntables also, right? We sell turntables also. A lot of our clientele, they're, they're new to vinyl, mm-hmm. so we got to make sure they, you know, they get everything right. So I wanted to find out, um, you know, like running a record store is fun and amazing, especially if you love music and vinyl, but what are the challenges of owning a record store that you face? Mm. Are there any? I don't know. Maybe it's all good. No, nah, 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 when you say fun and amazing, I'm like, you know, but it, it's the challenges. It's like you, you sit in there and you're occupied all day, but you're also sitting there waiting for somebody to come in. Like that mm-hmm. is an emotional roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Each interaction might be half an hour, something like that. It don't mean that they're going to even buy anything. Or you, or you spend half an hour and they spend maybe seven, eight dollars, whatever. And, so you have your bottom line. So I think it's that just, just the wait and just the hope. Like, okay, what is this person going to get today? You know, it, it, uh, oh man, they didn't like that one. Ah oh, man, you know, it's just kind of like, well, what can I play for them? It, it's uh, it's that for me, just the wait. Okay. Well, let, let me say this. You know, Victoria has a knack of. Knowing what to put on, mm. I, you know, I watched him. You know, you watch him, and he's like he had a knack. Like he, 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 
because he's been in sales, mm. right? Like so he has a knack, uh, like how to how to communicate with them. And I think when you're when you try to be authentic and you're not trying to like sell all day, like you want them to buy. You know how you go someplace and they're like either they don't pay you no mind or they're on top of you. There's a thin line between letting <laughs> someone shop, right? Yeah. There's a thin line between letting someone dig, right? Because, you know, we, we're, we're all diggers, right? We're all people that buy vinyl. And there is something magical because it is a beautiful space. And then when you pull out one of those um, cabinets and you're looking through, mm -hmm. like you, you're going to need a minute, right? So mm -hmm. it's like... And then he has a way of like, oh, you like this? Oh, I have this. Boom. Or I have this. And it's like, wow. I, I, I think to answer your question about the challenges, I think, you know, th there is a challenge in in having three owners. I think mm. that, that that is, that could be a challenge. I think, uh, you know, always being on the same page with everything because there, there are a lot of, you know, variables, you know, like how much to buy, when to buy, what to buy. Like we just bought a collection from someone, you know, and I, and I was talking to Victoria. So I'm like, yo, don't cherry pick, just buy the whole thing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, don't buy the whole thing because you know people. You know how it is. I don't know if you're you're, you're buying collections or you just buy pieces. Uh, Tima. Yeah, I, we're, we started out doing that, but we're mostly new, new, and then some stuff from my personal collection. But we don't. We don't really at this point buy too many collections. I, I would like to and work. The scene here is crazy. It's people. It's a challenge. Well, man, you can talk about that for a second. Like, we got to connect. Because out here, you know, it's New York City. So definitely is a lot of people buying up records and everything. But they, mm. they, they're buying up our records for the most part. Right? Mm -hmm. So where, where we stay from, usually we'll see, like, we buy records, you know, cash. We see that usually in, in, you know, our community, you know, or the hood or somewhere where it's about to, about to gentrify or somewhere where someone got shot last night, whatever, right? So, like, I don't see that in affluent neighborhoods. Everybody got records so why they only advertising in our neighborhoods. I realize that in order for, for you to get used records, somebody had to go through a lot of pain for that. Mm. You know, you're not giving up the records unless you lost your storage space because you didn't have no more money or, you know, big mama died or it was a fire and all that, right? So <laughs> they know this. I mean, you know, big mama, whoever, Papo. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know someone, someone passed and now they, what are we going to do with their records? And mm. so you got these people from different communities coming in, spending cash and exploiting our people. So we've been successful in the past couple of months because the word is spreading, right? And, and people see the vibe on, on Google or, or social media, and they be like, Dad, this place is like a place where Mom, Mama Jones, you know, stuff should be at. Mm -hmm. And they come, they see our family on, on, the, on the wall, and they come, they see our logo, being a black woman with an afro and everything, and they feel like, all right, well, this is, this is family right here. So, so that's another piece. We can talk about that strategy because we're going to have everybody in your town giving you the records. Don't worry about that one. So you the fifth, right? Mm -hmm. So where should the records go but the fifth? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. The team will be coming for Tima. This, this, is, a, this is a revolution. Okay. A revolution. It, it, took, it took something for them to do to destroy this part of our community, right? Mm -hmm. So we got to be something to take it back. This is positive imperialism. 
Ooh, I like that one. Well, I like yeah. that for real. Yeah, that should have been the name. Oh, <laughs> okay. Easy, easy. 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 <laughs> should have wrote it down. Should have wrote it down. <laughs> I just thought of that just now. That was that was that's, you know me. I'm a slang scientist. I had to know on the spot. You know, but um, I don't really. Me personally, I haven't um. Outside of the things the brothers mentioned, I don't really see any other um, complications for real. Okay, but I, I do. I do like what um Victoria's highlighted about the the the, the we buy records joints mm-hmm. because when he told me like what those people be paying people, uh-huh. I'm like, nah, that's not cool, man. It's not much. Nothing. Nah, it's not much. Nothing at all. And they're they gonna go mark it up. Like crazy. Oh yeah, right. Mm. So what, what we might do, we might do consignment. So recently, we, we uh acquired this this Lee Morgan record worth a, a lot of money. We can't afford to buy that, so we just did consignment with, with the, mm. with the, you know. So we we, right. can, we can all eat. We're gonna break bread. Yeah. Okay. So, oh. Well, I just just I wanted to say that you know we all know how to make money, the three of us, and it just this wasn't just about. And I think I think that comes off when you come to the store, you go to Instagram, you've been with us, you know that this is not about currency, right? It's people over the dollar. It's, mm-hmm. it's a culture. Okay. So what are some of your, I don't know, I guess top sellers are hot items uh, that people are looking for? Like, I'm, I'm going to guess because I feel like this is a hot item everywhere. Like Frank Ocean bootlegs, for example, right? You said Frank Ocean bootleg. Well, no, yeah. about bootleg the team, but I don't know about no bootleg. What are some of your hot items or what are what are some items that people constantly come in and ask for? What do you ask for? You don't ask for too much. You might hear old thread and you might hear uh I'm seeing things that they ask for. I don't remember because I don't know what you're talking about at the time. Honestly, I'd be like, "Oh no, I don't got that. I got homework though. I need some homework." <laughs> and everything I can else, drink is- a lot. Yeah, I can drink. <laughs> I saw that you guys on your IG. You got the Victoria Monet, which I know is a hot commodity. Um, yeah, we had that. That came and left. We actually have a lot of trick now. We have some Marvel games sometimes, but I think that the number one thing. The things that we know is gonna go is that you know it's Illmatic, you know that everybody yes. Illmatic, the good kid, the good kid, Mastery, that's gonna go. Wu Tang, it's gonna go. Victoria, did that Wu Tang come in that package? I said. That's how I was looking at that whole box. Okay. Oh come on, son! You, you, you got one you in why. there. You got yeah. one in there. Oh, no. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I got a, a paper cut with that that box. I had to you got a paper cut. Kim is the VP of acquisition, and, and uh, there's a box that uh, we gotta go through. All right. No, we just got six hundred fifty records, isn't he? Four hundred records. Yeah. It's on, it's on the list. Thirty. Oh, yeah. So, now nah, nah, I it's on the list. I got you know a couple hundred other records. You know we. Oh, Lauren Hill too. Lauren oh Hill. yeah, Lauren Hill. You know what? That's what they asked for. Lauren Hill. Lauren, Lauren Hill. Yeah. Lauren Hill. Yeah. Lauren Hill. 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 Lauren
uh, we sell a lot of Mustafa. Love okay. Mustafa here. Uh, Mind Design. Mm. Stone throw stuff? Well, just Mind Design. More than oh, okay. Yeah, just, just um, This is not really a place where you are going to come to get what you thought you wanted, right? Mm. Like, you, might, you might not get what's ready in your, your iPhone. You're right. going to come here and you're going to get some of us. Okay. You come here for, for our, our vibe. So I've seen like a lot of amazing classic, I guess we would call it golden era now, East Coast hip hop on your page. Like, uh, well, you mentioned Lauren Hill, but I don't know, like Ghostface, Tribe, Eric B and Rakim, all that, that dope classic stuff. Do people, out of curiosity, do people buy a West Coast shit there or... Ain't got love for the West Coast. Uh, yeah, Did I, I get mean, love for Death Row? <laughs> <laughs> nah, uh, I'm just curious about you know. They they do like Snoop and, and Dre, the Far Side and, and mm. something like that. Um, we we have a lot of so called like indie underground hip hop okay. in, in here, but, that, but that's not uh, our, our biggest seller. Yeah, people like. Those, yeah, we got some nip in there too. Did those go? Oh, off? Yeah. Excuse me, yeah. Nipsey, yeah. You know, for me, Nipsey is like, you know, it's planet Earth. But yeah. Sure indeed. People come to Nipsey all the time. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, I would people that come here, a lot of them you surprised to see what is on vinyl, which is why they don't really act too much. They're like, Nipsey's on vinyl? Oh wow. You know, they mm. don't come looking for Nipsey because they don't know that it exists. But they're still surprised that there are new records on vinyl or new artists on vinyl. Someone that said, Oh, DMX albums on vinyl? Like, yeah, of course it's on vinyl. But they don't mm-hmm. they don't know that because they're, they're they're new and we love it. We love to educate and we love to bring people aboard this, this lifestyle this thing of ours. Okay, so let me pivot a little. You guys are all diggers yourselves, right? Yes, ma'am. Okay, Hollywood. so what about your own personal record collections? Like now that you run a record store, do you Keep buying records. Oh, Have yeah. you minimized it? Because you said some of it came from your own personal inventory into the store. Oh yeah, my inventory has definitely been been shot. Okay, <laughs> but um, yeah, I definitely still cop records. I still dig for sure. For me, you know, because I'm I'm also a sample based producer, so I, I sample mm. a lot as well. So, um, I'm always digging something still. You know, even that legacy. Okay. Like people come and sell stuff, and you're like, you know, I'm gonna put this aside for myself. You ever do that? Of course we do. <laughs> like this ain't never gonna hit the floor. You know, we fair though. We, me and me and Victoria, we fair with it. We, you know, we 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 got a little point system. Like, I right, you did it with that one, so we can't do it with that one. Yeah. Well, I gave I I gave up my collection. My collection I brought to the shop. I'm not buying anything else. I mean, I still have I still have records here. Just I got to get them down there because we had we had bought so much at one time, and then you know space is definitely so. It's nice to have a physical space, but even those even that space, like Victoria said, you know, it, it, it's it's as far as it so it was special joints, right? So I mean, I, to be honest with you, I I, I sold my long live decaying. The big dad, first big daddy Kane album. That one, that one stung a little bit. Mm. I think paid in full weight. You know that that stung a little bit, but you know <laughs> <laughs> it's for the greater good. It, 
<laughs> you know, a lot of yeah. I didn't want to let go of none of my jazz stuff. I, I I put most of my jazz stuff in the shop though. Oh, yeah. That was that was you know. I, and I got some more stuff. I'm, I'm I got to put in the shop too. I'm driving up this week. I, I just found a couple records that I didn't put into the shop that I'm like, yeah, these got to go. There's some flavor. You know, some Dizzy Gillespie joints. Mm. Um, a couple Coltrane joints as well. Mm. Yeah, I got some. I got. I got some other jazz joints to put into the shop as well. But my collection is definitely probably like a hundred. My personal, probably like a hundred records now. Mm. It's very small. Downsizing. Yeah, but it's a bunch of beautiful music though. It's like not not one genre, but it's that. And I probably got a maybe like fifty fifty to seventy other like reggae and dancehall records. But that those are given to me by my grandmother, so I'm kind of yeah. Those are like staying. Keep those. Okay. Um. Anything else you guys want to share about the shop or records? Um, come down to Legacy. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta come, come to the crib. You know. You gotta come, come home. Yeah. yeah. I want to share. Um. So we opened Labor Day, and then October we did a, a wedding reception. And it was that, yeah, it was like a wow. It's like that. Like I feel like that. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. And so we have a lot of birthdays now. So. People, people will come down here and be like, "Yo, it's my birthday. I had to come to Legacy." That's like part of their birthday vibe. Like, like, you, like you was going to whatever restaurant. You gotta go to Legacy, and, and that means a lot to us. That people think of us in, in that in that manner, and you know, we're part of of, the, of their story. You know, mm, love it. Yeah, bring, bring, bring your lady down to Legacy for your first date. She gonna like that play. I'm telling you, we had a first date over here. Yeah, okay. And I knew because she was laughing a little bit too much. I'm like, come on, there's no way he ain't that funny. She went to the bathroom. I said, Yo, son, that's said, said, the first date. I said, Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now I've seen them on Instagram. <laughs> They're on the gram now with the hearts and all that. You know, I, I guess it worked. And it was his first time coming to Legacy. He just seen it on Instagram. He just knew. He knew I'm going to take it to Legacy and it's going to be a wrap. And, you know, that's, that's, what, we, <laughs> that's what we wanted. We wanted so yes, take the loved one. I had people slow dancing here. It'd be everything. What's the address? Two forty seven Water Street. Mm-hmm. Okay. Water one one two zero one. Okay, so you guys are on. Well, I'll let you give out where people can find you as far as your IG and your personal stuff too, because you said you're a producer. Where can we find everything? Uh, Legacy Dumbo is the shop's Instagram. L-E-G-A-C-D-U-N-B-O. Mm-hmm. No, C-Y. C-Y. Um, D-N-B-O. He even spelled like, it wrong for team. You see what happened? Sure, <laughs> 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 bro. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What, yeah, he he can spell positive thing, imperialism, bro. though. Oh, down <laughs> under Manhattan Bridge <laughs> overpass. Okay. <laughs> this is this made that up. Like like Soho. What's Soho yeah, supposed to stand for? Yeah, they do that out here. Making here. stuff up. South of uh, different create new neighborhoods and stuff like that. Yeah, we we call it Black Water Street, is what we call it. So we start doing that. Got the black bookstore across the street. Yeah, we we are we doing something different over here. But everyone is welcome. Uh, My personal Instagram is uh, Doctor Records. My production stuff all double O T Doctor Records. Okay. My Instagram is Victorious Was Here. All right. 
Volcano don't have Instagram. Yeah, oh, Volcano. I don't know no that. He's before. No, no IG, but no, 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 no IG. No IG. No <laughs> Hashtag no IG. Volcano. You know what? Yeah, that's yeah. that's probably the best way to go. <laughs> yeah. IG at all. All right. Um. Damn, I love talking to you guys. Any, anything else you wanted to say? I'm sorry. I think I might have cut one of No, just uh, want to thank no. you for the opportunity for uh, word. us on. Appreciate it. Yeah. I'm a fan. I was I was hoping. I was like, Dad, when are we going to go on the show? <laughs> I can't wait to visit the shop personally. And I've been seeing like people I know or that I follow, they be popping up yeah. on your IG. I'm like, okay, Taya there, Chaz is there, like right. Takara's the destination there. Like, I need to get over Shout there out too. She got vinyl, black girls love vinyl. Got, yes. Yeah, you know, daily operation. My man Mike, I don't know what Mike's IG is. It's complicated but yeah the divine community has really showed up for us in and out of town so we really appreciate all of y'all and definitely you for team and like i said you know l- love your ig presence Thank and you. um we gotta talk because you having records i don't know how you be getting them so maybe <laughs> and, and and honestly and i'm gonna throw this out into the universe sometimes i think about you i think about having an independent distribution uh, company. Ooh. So we we started this talking about how they don't be messing with people like that. You know why can't we have our own joint that we we uh we we deal with us and yeah. everybody else. <laughs> you may cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying though. You know for know by exactly us and everything. I won't name them, but I was talking to another record store owner mm-hmm. in Atlanta, and mm-hmm. um. We were just chopping it up one day and they were talking about promotions and stuff that distributors and, and record labels have that we're just left out of. And it'd be yeah. our music. Yeah. It, well. You know, th- that's that's since the 1940s, ain't it? Probably even before that. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. With so. 78 records. Uh, yeah. And sh- I want to shout out um, the FAMS Coalition is a coalition of black or, or urban record stores so you know it, it's it's changing like we, we get in the back to where it should be right mm-hmm. absolutely all right it's a wrap for season three of the podcast and for 2022 <laughs> thank god um i want to take time out to say thanks to you for your support of the show and also uh for supporting my record store Crateism. You can buy vinyl online at shopcrateism.com. If you're in Sacramento, we have a bin inside of 12's Wax at 3324 Broadway in Oak Park. And uh, for my LA folks, catch us popping up all over the city uh, with the good folks at Vinyl House inside of Soho House at the downtown LA location, Black Market Flea, um, and many other spots around LA. Okay, Um, happy new year, everyone, until 2023.